Welcome to Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Your hosts, B&M General Manager Kevin Jean and Daiwa Ranger Pro Staffer Steve Graff will keep you up to date on what's happening on the best lakes in the Arklatex region. With a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend, two guys who have fished at a high level with Pro-Am experience with ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers with a wealth of knowledge and willing to share. So pull up a chair kick back and see why so many anglers watch tackle talk live here are your hosts kevin jean and steve graff welcome to tackle talk live here we are in the heat of the summer in natchitoches louisiana and dude it is hot but that's okay the fishing's been pretty hot as well and we're going to talk about some of that on today's show as we have got today we got the winner of the aba solo 150 from Sam Rayburn, Texas, we got Mr. Chris Wilson coming on, Kevin, today. You had a great tournament. I really did. I mean, I had a 26-pound stringer on day one, kind of a uh, not-so-great day two. You had a little over 17 pounds. I wish I'd have had that such a, <laughs> not such a great day on 17 pounds. It was a 26-pound day, we'll put it like that. But I had a total <laughs> yeah. weight of 43.70 to barely, yeah. barely edge out. Uh, Kevin Lazion from right here in Louisiana had a two-day total weight of 43.22 ounces. So Kevin had 16 on day one and 26.64 on day two. And, Steve, you know, as I looked through the results of all this, it was like one of the uh, – day one, day two, it didn't matter. Day yeah. one, Chris had his 26-pound yeah. bag. Yeah. Day two, Kevin Lazion had his 26-pound bag. There was another 25-pound bag caught on day one that yeah. had 10 pounds on day two. Yeah. So it was kind of a lot of up and down for this two-day tournament this yeah. weekend. A-, a typical summertime event. I mean, you know, they bite early in one spot, and you, you get lucky, and you catch them right there, and – you put him in a boat, and I, as a matter of fact, Chris has got a great story. We'll get him to tell the story on what he did. Uh, he, let's put it this way: he weighed in early. Uh, so, but anyhow, what we'll time get, early? How, how early are we talking? Before nine o'clock. Wow. <laughs> so he was eating breakfast in Jasper, but we'll we'll get to that in just a little bit. And uh, we're also going to wrap up the Skeeter Owners Tournament. Yes, it was a couple of weeks ago, but we want to still want to kind of touch on that a little bit and uh, give you an idea of kind of what's going on and how they caught him at Lake Fort, Texas. Uh, so, uh, but before we get to Chris Wilson, we're going to take a real quick break. Also, we got our poll question out there. Make sure you check our Facebook page. And uh, this week's poll question is with emphasis on fish care this time of year should bass tournament organizations go to a three fish limit for all the events for june through august we want your opinion on that and uh because we we know all of us anglers we understand you babysit from eight o'clock on uh and you hope you can keep them suckers all alive and that they're not hooked too deep or and, whatever and i want to see too steve the difference in the guys that there's a lot of guys that don't even fish that still don't fish deep even this time of year. No, um, no. that are just shallow water hammers, and they want. I, I, I feel like they want that five fish tournament. Yeah, uh, the the five fish limit. But also, if you're catching them shallow, probably a good chance that in the live well there. If you're a frog fisherman this time of year, or just go flipping all day long. Uh, probably a good chance those fish are gonna stay alive in a yeah, live well. Right, but right. they don't. They don't realize. Those deep fish, man, they're they're hard to keep alive this time of year. Yep, in, they in really are. Heat, so. And that was talking to a lot of the guys that I fished against last week. That was their issue was the fish they caught deep, keeping them upright. And if you don't have those uh, clip weights 
I'm telling you, Kevin gave me a couple of them uh, a couple of years ago, and they came in handy for me. One of them, uh, two of them came in handy this past weekend for me, kept fish alive for me, kept fish upright, and uh, made a big difference. And I know some buddies of mine lost some fish because they yeah. didn't have that. Yeah, so. and you know, Steve, looking at, I mean, this was a five-fish limit tournament this past weekend. Uh, looking at the penalties, it, it really wasn't that bad. So no, no wasn't too bad. Everybody yeah. looks like everybody did a pretty good job keeping them alive for this past weekend. Yep, they really did. So, uh, again, we're going to have Chris Wilson on here in just a minute. We're going to take a real quick break. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Healthcare will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Healthcare. Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323. For all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from Sea Arc and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat, or maybe you just need to service the boat you have, let the boat shop fix you up. To learn more, call 318-402-0399 or go to ShreveportBoatShop.com. The next time you're on I-49, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana, stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, or drinks, they have it. While you're there, check out Cypress Knee Outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need. Top name brands like Strike King, Santones, Pro, or the number one soft plastics made, V&M. On the hunting side, they carry guns from Mossberg, Winchester, and Remington. Plus, they've got a great supply of ammunition. Let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. I'm Ranger Dye with Pro Staffer Steve Graff, along with VNM General Manager Kevin Jean. And thank you for tuning us in today. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. This segment presented by Toledo Health, the boat shop in Shreveport, 3J's Four Way Home of Cypress Knee Outdoors. If you're coming up I 49, exit 127 is the one you need to turn off on and head east. It's less than a mile right off the interstate. Great deli, great selection of VM baits and any kind of other bait and product you're after. Hunting supplies. It won't be too long. You dove hunters will be looking for some uh, shotgun shells. Make sure you check out Cypress and the Outdoors right there, located inside 3J's Four Way, right off the exit 127 off I 49. On the Tackle Talk Hotline, we have the winner of the two day event of the Solo 150 Tour, Mr. Chris Wilson. Chris, how you doing, bud? Uh, pretty good. How are you? Good, good. You figure out how you going to spend all that money yet? Uh, I think it's already spent. Fix to say, I bet the wife's, <laughs> I bet the wife has already figured that no, one out. No, he's spending it on gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, uh, Chris, real quick before we get started, I'm assuming you're fishing the Texas shootout this coming weekend? Uh, I am, yes. Okay. Look, anything, and, and we haven't had a chance to talk here, Steve, so anything that uh, you want to kind of stay away over or stay away from talking about, with that big of a tournament coming on this weekend, just, hey, all you got to do is just say, man. Just say, plead the fifth. Yeah, plead the fifth. <laughs> plead the fifth. So we don't want to pry too much, but we, we do want to hear how it all went down for sure. And, Chris, you know, j- jumping right into it, uh, you know, you had 26-23 on day one. And the story I heard, because uh, I was out there in that heat fishing against you, was mm. that you were weighing in by 8.30 or was sitting in Jasper, Texas by 9 eating breakfast. Uh, no, sir. That was not me. That was the guy that was in second that had 25. That oh. was a 10-pounder. Oh, that was the 10-pound <laughs> guy. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, good deal. So it wasn't you then. All right. Well, I was wondering. No, I, I wasn't uh, all of that good. <laughs> well, 26-23 on day yeah. one. That's pretty good. Yeah, there, Chris. I think so. Say. Is this yeah, a... I know you're. I know you're one of those guys that can that can really pull up on a deep school and make it happen and make it happen quick. Did the twenty six pounds? Did it happen first thing right off the bat in the morning, or did you? Uh, did it kind of take you all day to catch them? No, it kind of took me all day to be honest. Like, so I practiced a couple of days for this event, and it was kind of you know not great offshore i think the lake is still high enough to where there's still a lot of fish shallow so you know i kind of split my time up a little bit and i did i I had some grass fish i had like three or four places in the grass and uh that i found in practice and then i also had some frog fish and uh i ended up starting on the frog fish the first day and i caught three and uh I mean, they weren't real big. One of them was about three pounds, but I ended up calling all those by the end of the day. So yeah. all 10 fish that I weighed in uh, came offshore, and I never did go to my grass fish. I got you. Yeah, got so you. he's saving them for this week. He's I saving them for this week. The second day, I probably should have, but it all worked out. I think, and, say, yeah. it worked out when you, uh, when you win it. I caught them all offshore, like 18 to 25 feet. 18 to 25. Oh, wow. That that 26 pounds, Chris, was it one spot? Was it multiple spots? Uh, no, it was multiple spots. Multiple spots. Uh, and I kind of had like three different types of deals going. Now I had, uh, I had two different places where I caught some uh, on a big crankbait in practice. And so I weighed in three fish, two the first day and one the second day on a crank, you know, on a big crankbait. Uh, C25, mm-hmm. and uh, most fish were in about 20 feet, and then I, I, uh, I had two other spots that were just timber, like like little kind of turns and, and timber on, on drops, you know, like 18 to 22, and then the rest, everything else, I just ran some brush piles and picked up a few fish here and there on brush piles. Now, Chris, did you have trouble? Uh, I know there were some guys, uh, probably I can think of four or five guys that actually weighed in early just because one of them had battery trouble and uh, a couple of other ones just said they were worried about keeping their deeper fish alive that they were catching. So they went ahead and took a chance and, and weighed in, some of them an hour, hour and a half early. Did did you make that, that – did that come across your mind and maybe do that? No, I mean, I kept a close eye on my fish, though, for sure. But, you know, I, I – uh, 
Yeah, I put ice and, and you know, cooled, kept the live wells cool. And, uh, you know, I took good care of the fish, and I never had any problems with them. Chris, you know what? I had a couple that I had to fizz, and uh, yeah. also I used those fin clips. I'll try yeah. to use the fin clips uh, first, you know. Yeah. But uh, they, they were all healthy, you know, as long as you, I think, you know, just take care of them. Chris, what is the depth that you that, – that, is there a certain depth when you catch one, say, out of 18-plus that you think you need to put the clip on or fizz, or do you wait till you put them in the live well and see if they're rolling over? Yeah, all the fish are different. You kind of, kind of, you kind of got to play it different right. by e- e- right. each and every fish. Chris, some of those uh, deeper fish you said you caught in the timber. Was any of them off forward facing sonar, or just on deep spot you're cranking? Uh, I could see some of them on forward facing sonar, but I wasn't like yeah. just relying on just the forward facing sonar. It was just I used it as a tool, you know. It was, right. it was an aid to help me, and I could see some of them on few of the places. Right. So Chris, what happened on what what was it that happened on day two that you know because uh, it ain't like you had a big ten pound kicker on day one, your your average dropped quite a bit down to seventeen forty seven. It what what do you really think triggered that? I mean, was it did you hit the same areas? Did you go to new water? Um, I, I did. You know, I, I did repeat some of the same places that were good for me the first day, and uh, I don't. I don't think I caught a fish off of any of the same places the second day, and I'm not real sure, you know, exactly what changed, if it was the fishing pressure or what. But, I mean, there was, like, uh, a couple of my places that I wanted to fish. There there was a lot more boats out there on Saturday for sure, and I think that factored into it. But, you know, it was weird because I've had uh, a couple of places that nobody else was fishing, and... uh, I thought I would be able to catch some, and I, I did not get bit on them the second day for whatever reason. I'm not real sure what changed, but it yeah. was, uh, you know, the first day I, I think I had somewhere between 15 and 20 bites, like offshore bites, and the second day I had seven, so oh, wow. it was much tougher. Well, and I wasn't out fishing this past weekend, but it's obvious to see by the weights. Friday and Saturday was two completely different days. Yeah. Even yeah. second place Kevin Lazion had sixteen fifty eight on day one, at twenty six sixty four on day two. Third place uh, Tom Nielsen had twenty five seventy three on day one, had ten twenty seven on day two. And you can go down the list, Stephen. That's what it looks like. There's yeah. yeah. There's not very many. There's not a whole lot of consistency. Fifth place Clay Phillips had seventeen on both days. Right. But right. other than that, somebody you know they really caught them on one day and you know caught them okay uh, on the yeah. other day, and it, yeah. it, it it didn't look like it mattered. It just looked like there was two completely different days of fishing. And um, and even on Saturday, some guys had a good bag on Saturday. Well, Clay, what about your practice fishing, Clay? What is your uh, Clay, Chris? What is your approach on practice fishing? Uh, did, did you uh, and how, how did practice go for? Yeah, you how too? did how did it go? Did you locate these fish and said, okay, that I just need to leave these alone? Uh, man, I, you know, I found a couple, just a couple spots that I was excited about. Overall, um, I, you know, it was. It was kind of random, to be honest, and uh, I did, you know, the first day I tried to, I thought I was going to 
I'll try to find some grass fish just to, just for backup. And I ended up, you know, finding some pretty decent grass fish. But like I said, I never ended up going to them mm-hmm. in the tournament. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and then, the, you know, the last, I did a lot of graphing also. So there was a lot of stuff that I, I didn't really know, you know, if, if I was going to catch them on or not. But, right. Yeah. So would you say that you spent time probably both north and south of 147 Bridge? You probably spent time on both ends. I did. Yeah. 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 He runs around. I, I, yeah. I know. I know that much about Chris. He will. He yeah. will run around and cover a lot of water. Uh, Chris, coming up this weekend, Texas shootout, first place, fifty thousand dollars. Best of the best on Sam Raymond is going to be there. It's going to be hot. Uh, what? Give me your prediction. Um, it's a one day, so everybody's going to go for all of it. That's a Sunday uh, event, right? That is a Sunday. The tournament is on Sunday. Uh, give me your, give me your prediction here for, for this weekend for the Texas shootout uh, to win it. Okay. Well, I, I think just, you know, I know the, the lake is dropping, not, not rapidly, but it's dropping and it's getting so hot. I, I, I predict that the tournament's probably going to get one offshore. And I think it's going to take uh, probably a high twenties, you know, twenty-eight, twenty-nine pound bag to get it yeah. done. Uh, not yeah. saying I'm going to catch that, but I think somebody will. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. I can definitely, you know, I can see thirty even because I mean, you you had three bags over twenty-five this weekend in a single in a single event tournament. So a, a team deal. I can definitely see high twenties, probably thirty. I, I'm going to go ahead and out on a limb and say thirty, thirty-one winning it this weekend. Being a one-day deal, um, it, you know, I don't see anything really changing the weather. So, good chance. I, I know even this past weekend in y'all's one fifty deal, y'all had a, a ten pounder caught. So, I mean, still some good fish biting. Looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to seeing the results. See how you do. But Chris, man, I appreciate you coming on, kind of talking to us about your win. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, good luck this weekend. All right, I appreciate it, guys. All right, Chris Wilson from Montgomery, Texas. Uh, Two-day total of forty-three seventy, and and uh, we'll we'll have more on this. We'll kind of wrap this event up. Uh, we're going to take a look at the solo one hundred and fifty, wrap it up, and was and we'll also give you the results. Of Skeeter Owners Tournament Lake Fork a couple of weeks ago. Uh, all this and much more when we return with more Tackle Talk Live. Are you looking for the finest custom-built rods ever made? Then look no further than Pride Rods. Fishing rods built to last and made in Montgomery, Texas. Constructed by Mr. Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up and try it for yourself. You'll see why so many anglers are using pride rods to learn more go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040 the next time you're headed for toledo bend or sam rayburn stop by keith's toledo bend tackle they have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones whether your trip calls for bass fishing white perch tackle catfish bait or the ultimate fighting shiners keith's tackle has you covered Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Ben. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. 
The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. We appreciate each and every one of you tuning us in today. This segment presented by Pride Rods, Keith Toledo Bend Tackle, and the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, Texas. Thank you, one and all, for tuning us in with tournaments coming up. Uh, with, excuse me, tournaments coming to a halt. We'll be taking a summer break uh, here at Tackle Talk Live, but we will return by September as circuit championships and regional events start to take place in that month. As we all know, September, October, even kind of into November, that's big months, Kevin. There's yeah. Guys fish all year yeah. to get to those tournaments. And uh, so we'll be covering a lot of that uh, as well. But We'll have the winner on, hopefully, the winner of the Texas shootout this weekend. We'll yeah. have them on next week. Next week. Uh, and then we're going to take July and August off just because there's not a whole lot going on. <clears throat> kind of Just kind of like we did last year, we're going to do some more work here at Tackle Talk Live. Just add some more sponsors. We'll hopefully have some new sponsors coming on board for you guys. Revamp the show, getting ready for the fall and for the upcoming winter season, uh, 2023. Kind of getting ready to kick all of that off. So. Yeah, that's why it's important. When you go to our YouTube page, make sure you click click subscribe because that way you'll get notifications mm -hmm. when we're going to be returning. And, of course, we'll be posting on our Facebook page when we're coming back. But, anyway, stay tuned for that. And we'll still be posting stuff on our Facebook page from time to yeah. time. Uh, more poll questions, maybe. And we do appreciate the response. Man, that is great. A couple of poll questions we've gotten really great response to. And we appreciate that because, man, that just – it gives us some good feedback, a lot mm -hmm. to talk about, and it uh, gives us different viewpoints on how you guys are thinking out there. So, uh, But real quick, the final results, Kevin, of the Solo 150, kind of give us a little rundown there, uh, maybe top 10. Uh, so, again, Chris Wilson <coughs> with the win, 43-70. Very, very close second place, Kevin Lazion with 43-22. Third place, Tom Nilsson uh, had 36 pounds even for a two-day weight. He had 25-73 on day one. Fourth place, Blake Schroeder had a two-day weight of 30, make sure I'm right here, 35.43. Fifth place, Clay Phillips had 34.62. Uh, Walt Stevens was sixth place with 33.46. Keith Jones, seventh place, was 30 pounds, 11 ounces. Cole Garrett from right here, Winfield, Louisiana, uh, 25.65. Jared Norris, 25.44. And 10th place, Bill Bean from Ufala, Oklahoma, had 24.06. And it's kind of looking at, uh, again, that was the final tournament for the Solo 150. And kind of wrapping up this year, congratulations goes to our good friend. I know he's a VM pro for Kevin Jean. Kevin Lazion uh, just absolutely had a fantastic year. Pretty much blew this thing out of the water. He had 742 points. The closest one to him was Harmon Davis, who had a really good year as well for 727 points. And uh, Tom Nielsen was third with 718. Bruce Anderson was fourth with 704. Bill Bean was fifth with 703. Justin Little was, uh, well, there was three guys tied for fifth. Bill Bean, Justin Little, and Robert Brooks all tied for fifth. 
And then uh, uh, Robert Walt Stevens. Uh, Walt Stevens finished eighth with 688. Uh, tied with uh, Billy Risley and also Robert Sparks. All three of those guys tied for eighth. And finishing out, uh, I guess Brandon White, was he made the top 11. He had 685 points. Cole Garrett was 12th. Uh, yours truly was 17th. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yours truly was 25th. Uh, 17th is where I'm at. No, 11th where I'm at in another circuit. But anyway, uh, congratulations to all you guys, especially Kevin Lazion. Man, we're proud of you. Uh, Kevin's – he's become a consistent top angler, Kevin. Oh, year he's in. been that for yeah, he 10 really years. Has. I mean, I, I used to pre-fish with Kevin on FLW Tour as a co-angler. Uh, Kevin's just a – he's really become – a uh, very well-rounded angler and, and can catch them just about everywhere he goes. Yeah, no, he can. I mean, he's he's been doing it a long time, and he's uh, every weekend. Sam Raven, Sleeping, don't matter what lake you're on, uh, you know, and he – I mean, when y'all went up there to Oklahoma, what did he get second up there? Yeah. He's yeah. just – Kevin's been doing it a long time, and he's very, yeah. very good at it, no doubt about yeah. it. Moving on to Bass Champs, real quick, wrapping up the two-day uh, – well, it was a one-day event over there at Lake Fork, Texas. June 11th was the date of this the Skeeter Owners Tournament, and – uh Kerry Halter. Yeah, 11-pound. I mean, 11-pounder won the 2022 FXR20 with a Yamaha show on it. Yep, and then so. the next uh, the, the next largest bass under the slot, which is what they do at Fort, a 297 came in from Sam Bounds, uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. He had a 2.97. He won a, a 2022 Yamaha Viking V1 EPS. So congratulations to him as well. And then, uh, let's see here. Second big fish was what, Kevin? It was a 925. Daryl King from right here, Dry Prong, Louisiana, had a yeah. 925. See, there was nine overs weighed in. Yes. So we had 925 and 860, 851, 831, 832, 831, 749, 626. Get this. This is an over, a 599 over. That was a long, that, that, that's a long skinny, skinny fish. fish. Yeah, I caught a nine three on Lake Fort that was in the slot. Yeah, and yeah. this is a five ninety nine over. I mean, yeah. that's the smallest over I've ever heard. I, I've of. released several six and seven pounders that were actually in the slot at Lake Fort. So, uh, and, and I will say this, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, Kevin, because a lot of times, guys, this is why you don't throw your plastic in the water. Throw your plastic in the bottom boat. A lot of times these fish that are that are like that have, have digested plastic and they can't pass it through their system. So they start to lose weight. The fish was probably what? Healthy. I bet he was a I good. I almost said I wanted to see a picture of it, but I don't. That has yeah. to be nasty. Yeah, five, that... I mean, it's a six pounder, 599. Yeah. It's a six pounder, but still, uh, even the 626, that's for to be a six pounder to be 24. Yeah. Yeah. Inches long, yeah. that, that that doesn't have a lot of sevens are. There's there, I say a lot. There's several several sevens, eights that are, but there's you know. Well, that fish could easily probably if it was eating healthy and digesting properly, and it I, may not be the case with the plastic, but that's the case a lot of times. With I know plastic. ten pounders out there that, that has been caught that has not been no, over the no. over the slot. I agree. And I a five ninety nine, a six pounder that is that. Ooh. So make sure you throw your, your, your plastic in the bottom of your boat and throw it away when you get to the when you get to the bank and uh, put your boat on trailer. Also, another thing I'm seeing a lot, and I don't know if it's just the way I fish, I'm snagging a lot of fishing line, guys. If you're leaving fishing line out there, if you see the fishing line and you pull it, don't just cut it with a pair. 
try to try to pull that fishing line in because you, you never know that that line that somebody else left in the water may cost you a big fish down the road that or you cause need. you a trolling motor prop uh, or a big exactly motor prop. Or engine problems on the yeah. back end uh eating through those seals so uh and make sure that's another thing that's another good tip by kevin right there make sure you check your props when you come off these lakes because this time of year, a lot of people are out there fishing, and there's a lot of stuff in the water. Uh, it's not like it is in the wintertime. Check your props, even if you've come off the lake. Make sure you don't have any fish line wrapped around, because they will eat them seals up and cause you major repairs. So, uh, okay, moving on. The poll question, we've got it out there with emphasis on fish care this time of year. Should bass tournament organizations go to three fish limit? For events, June through August, we want your opinion on that. We'll talk about more about that next week. Kevin, got some upcoming events. June 26th, Bass Champs this weekend, we already talked about. Texas Shootout on Sunday. I think practice day is Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Uh, big event I, I'm looking for, as, as I alluded to ago when I was talking to Chris, high 20s, 30, a 30-pound bag. But I also think, uh, you know, 15, 16, depending on how many they have in it and how many they pay down. Uh, 16 pounds or so gets a check. Um, but, you know, looking at this, the Solo 150, you had three bags over 25 in an individual tournament. Yeah. yeah. So it's a one-day deal, but it, it's a team deal, and it's the right guys on San Raven. I'm going to say close to 30 wins. Yeah, $500 per team. They're 200. The payout is based off of 200 teams, 50 grand first place. And uh, so they're paying all the way down to 24th. And uh, so – uh, big bass is one thousand uh, dollars. The fifty thousand is guaranteed, no matter if two hundred boats show up or a hundred. So that money is guaranteed. And uh, so once again, Bass Champs they do it right. Uh, Chad Potts and 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 his gang over there they do a tremendous job. And, and, uh, and you know one thing, another thing, another term Wargo we didn't talk about the outlaw dollars. Outlaw Outdoors Father's Day, Father's Day tournament was this yeah. past weekend. Yeah. Had a really good turnout. They had 113 teams uh, to fish the tournament. 74 of the teams were a father-child team. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it is uh, cool. Clayton Bowlware and his dad. He got his dad out of retirement. Ah. Roger <laughs> Bowlware won the tournament. Three fish tournament now. 17-12. Uh, 17-12. Wow. Goodbye. Um, Goodbye. Tommy Loving and Wyatt Loving had 1664. Garrett Darter and Luke Wolf had third place with 1459. Um, Steve just had some really good back. They paid all the way down to 16th place. Yeah. Um, That's why I saw Clayton. I saw Clayton out there Saturday. 10, he was must have been pre-fishing for that event. So well, I did I did 1089. Yeah. So oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you had a bunch of 12-pound bags. 10th place was 12-12. So that's three fish. That's a four-pound average. Yeah, that's, that's those are good fish. You might the, There might not be a lot of quality biting right now, Sam Rayburn, Hi. but there's some good – well, not a lot of quantity biting right now, Sam Rayburn, but there's good quality. Uh, yeah. Some good fish have been being caught. I mean, 17 pounds wins a three-fish derby. 16 is second, 14 is third. I mean – that's that's a good weekend. Well, some buddies of mine, we went to dinner on after the uh, second night of practice, the night before the tournament started, our first day event of the two day event, and we were talking about it's just we're we're into basically almost July, end of June, and guys are still catching twenty six and twenty five pound bags, Kevin. Yeah. 
That just that's a testament to me. Texas Parks and Wildlife, my hat's off to you guys because whatever you're doing over there, Rayburn, you're doing it right because the pressure that lake is getting, and I can't tell you, Kevin, I'm catching more and more fish. And that brings me up to, an, to another thing I want to bring up right now. Coal rings. Guys, please get away from sticking fish and ripping these fish with the metal clips. Get away from those because I've caught I caught four fish on day two that all had tears in the lower jaw, uh, two and a half, three inch gaps. That, that affects the fish's ability to feed. Try to go to the clips that you just clip them on and don't puncture the fish with those metal clips. I'm telling you, that that is... That is so detrimental to those fish that you just don't. And, and the, the, they're cheap. It's not like they cost $400. You can get a good set of clips for $25. I mean, come on, guys. The money we spend, we spend more on spinner baits than we do on, on I mean, take care of your fish. So, and it's kind of aggravating. When I, the more I caught them, the more aggravated I got. And all the companies make the good the good yeah, clips Yeah, they make now, good so. clips out there. To get away from those metal clips. They ought to ban those in tournaments, as a matter of fact. I wish they might may make a suggestion that they, that they do that. So you're you're talking about the the tournaments and the still good fish getting caught. So this tournament was on Saturday. Yeah. Same day as y'all's day two. On the final day. Yeah. So on Friday on the one so one fifty they had a ten pounder caught. Right. And this is hot middle of the summer June into June fishing. Steve on Saturday this Outlaw Outdoors Father's Day tournament had a nine fifty five and an eight eighty four weighed in. Wow. So in two days they had a ten a nine and an eight weight on Sam yeah. Rayburn this yeah. weekend. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's Sam strong. Rayburn's still going pretty that's strong. Because most lakes this time of year, you see these weights in the spring, but you don't see them in the summertime. No. It's well, rare. It, I remember the days when 20-pound bag in the summertime, oh, you do, you caught them. But, yeah, yes. I mean, Rayburn does this every year. It's usually, it's still pretty good. And and here's the thing, in my opinion on this, and Chris alluded to it, there's still some good fish shallow. Yeah, yeah. You can go catch them frogging. You can catch them flipping grass yeah. or in the grass. You can catch them out deep. You can catch them in brush pile. You can catch them on ledges. You can catch them around timber. Right. You can catch them however you want to. Right. And as Chris said, he just kind of caught them all throughout the day. Yeah. Big fish are still feeding. They're still biting. Now, Rayburn does this, and, and every year, I mean, I remember, uh, shoot, it's been probably six, seven years ago, I fished that Father's Day tournament with my stepdad. We had... 16 something three fish we had 16 pounds we got like seventh place right right so that's how good it was that that weekend exactly. as well yeah. but like this weekend coming up i think it's gonna be a good, a good weekend and then it's going to fall off right. july august, august yeah it's yeah. fixing to get start getting tough those yeah. big fish are fixing to go into straight lockdown mode they're gonna get out there and suspend in 40 50 foot of water right. i think they're gonna get really really hard to catch then they're still catchable right now there's still gonna be some good bags waiting this exactly. weekend exactly somebody asked me the other day they said man why did they have tournaments right this time of year why don't they just ban tournaments i said dude there's so many organizations out there they can't get boat ramps they're having to go into the summertime because they're forced to do that because there's no boat ramps available from january through may so now that pushes them all the way into June and July now, trying to get their circuits complete and get them in. So you guys complaining about these summer tournaments, again, I, hey, I hate them too. And I wish we would go to the three-fish limit, and I think it's something more and more organizations may start implementing as we yeah. get in down the road. But that's why we want your opinion on that. Also, July 2nd on Toledo Bend, Toledo Bend Army Recreation Park monthly bass tournament out of Fort Polk. 
uh, National Wildlife Refuge on Toledo Bend Rec Center. Uh, July 16th, Sportsman's Bass Club of Southwest Louisiana Open Team Tournament. Uh, excuse me, it's a night tournament. It's out of Big Bass Marina, 7 in the morning till 7 at night. Uh, excuse, yeah. 7, uh, seven at, at night. night till 7 in the morning. And then July 23rd, Tackle Box Toledo Bend Open Shootout. That's also a team night tournament. Also out of Big Bass Marina from 7 p.m. till 3 a.m. So you'll have a 3 o'clock weigh-in. Uh, that would be, I guess, Saturday morning. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's that's what's coming up. So if you're looking to fish anything, especially if you're looking to fish a night tournament, we've got two of them coming up on Toledo Bend. And uh, so have fun with that. I think that wraps up, Steve. Yep, I've got I'm done. Good luck to all the guys fixing the shootout this weekend. Be careful, yeah. especially in the heat. Uh, t- put your bag of icing alive. Well, keep those fish alive. Keep them, keep them good and alive. One thing, and I'm uh, I'm glad we're talking about this once again with the keeping your fish alive. One thing that I practice, and I, I think it's a great tip, I take six or seven 16 ounce bottles that I've used maybe from Coke bottles or whatever, and I mix G juice with water and I freeze them. And that way, every hour starting at nine o'clock, I drop one of those bottles, unscrew the lid, drop it in the live well. That that, that ice starts to thaw and melt, and it oozes out that G juice. Also cools your water down at the same time. I'm telling you, I ain't lost a fish in my live well, my Ranger live well, in since I've well, I've lost one in four years, and it was probably because it was hooked too deep. But take care of your fish. That's what I do. It works great for me. Keep ice on hand. Make sure you keep that water cooled down. And put your put your water in there first thing in the morning. Put it on recirculate right then and there because as you're recirculating hot water off the lake all day, there's less oxygen in that hot water. So get your water cooled down. Put it on recirculate. Put your rejuvenate in there and let them fish, and they'll be healthy as heck at 3 o'clock come weigh-in time when you pull them out. So uh, but that's it. That's our... That's our tip of the week, and I'm off my soapbox for this week. So, <laughs> But thank you for tuning us in. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or our podcast. And uh, if you'd like to become a member of our sponsorship team, please message us on Facebook. Kevin will get a packet out to you as soon as possible. For Kevin Jean, our producer, James Stanfield, yours truly, Steve Graff, thank you for watching. We'll see you next week with more Tackle Talk Live. <laughs>